This is a public service announcement that's actually dedicated to Bobby's wife. This is coming to you live from the Jills at Jill's office. Okay, so what a lot of you might not know is that the best thing about Bobby is not just his finely manicured scruff, oh, I mean beard, or this podcast where he interviews a bunch of people smarter than him so he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. As you all know, Bobby actually has gotten pretty lucky growing some successful businesses, but the biggest mystery to his success is how he scored his wife. I mean, if you haven't met her, Melissa is a complete sweetheart. She recently showed us some wedding pictures, and Bobby actually had hair back in the day. Alright, so at Jill's office, we're actually in the business of saving marriages because we know how stressful it is to be tied to your phone all day as a business owner. So we have a staff of virtual receptionists to help cover your phones 24-7. But now, we're also on a mission to bring Bobby's hair back for his sweet wife. So here's the deal. For every person that signs up for Jill's office, we're dedicating a portion to go to a GoFundMe account for a hair implant for Bobby. Shh. He doesn't know about it, and his wife doesn't know about it either, so don't say anything. So help us, please. We'll save your sanity in your business and help cover your phones so you can grow your business and have a life again. So help us help you, and together we can help Bobby's wife. Go to jillsoffice.com slash J-N-E. Okay, okay, we better get off soon before Bobby hears what's really going on. Remember, mom's the word. Have a great one. My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What is going on, everybody? It's Bobby Walker here again, coming from the NBZ studios in Orlando, Florida. I got my boy Jamie Schmidt with me today. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff and education and brotherhoods and probably just a bunch of BS because I think we're both kind of just overgrown, immature kids. And let me tell you something that's great about being an overgrown child because when you people call people like me, and I have a feeling maybe even Jamie, overgrown children, let me tell you what you're really saying. You're saying, Bobby, Jamie, thank you. Thank you guys for making all the parties amazing. Thank you for making the conventions fun. Thank you for making family not so boring. And I got to say on behalf of all the overgrown children out there, you're welcome because your parties aren't fun until I show up. But anyway, we're going to have a lot of fun today. It is gotta, it's got to be a blast. Uh, Jamie's here repping the PWMCA. It's one of the uh, one of the orgs in our industry. And frankly, it's one that I really, really love. And we'll get into about that here in a little bit. And I think it's the only one I've actually joined, as a matter of fact. I, uh, I'm pretty stinking sure about that. And I'm, I think my membership is lapsed. And I'm sorry, Jamie. We'll, we'll get into that later. But, uh, but Jamie's here with the PWMCA. Super excited. I'm actually going to be speaking at an event that he's doing this upcoming February. So super excited about that. So maybe we'll get into all of that stuff. But before we do, let me tell you about the show sponsor, Responsibid. Responsibid is short and sweet the best sales tool you didn't know you need in the home service industry. And I actually forgot about this, but Jamie is actually a responsive bid user too. You you have been for the last year or two-ish, right? One or two years? Uh, Yeah, uh, close to three. Close to three. Okay, even longer than I thought. So, So Jamie uses it. I've been using it since 2017. It's the best sales platform out there. It helps you close more jobs. It helps you close them with less effort. And it helps you close them with higher average ticket prices. It's an automation tool, folks. You can't uh, you can't not try this thing out. It's got a 10 to 1 ROI guarantee. It takes a lot of the legwork out of the business for you. And the best part about it is when it removes your legwork because you're the one that set it up and you put your personality and your mojo and your fingerprints into the setup. When it's doing its thing, it feels like that warm, fuzzy blanket to your customers. They feel great because it is you. It's your words. It's your actions. It's your style that made it happen. So we get calls all the time where people love all the messages they get from us and love all the things that we do, including a voicemail. I've got Syngem connected with Responsibid. So every job that we do, and I'm the CEO now, I don't even work and I go up once a week and I meet with my team. I don't do anything on the day to day. But every one of our clients gets a phone call from me a week after the job was done. And it just says, hey, 
This is Bobby over at TRT. I just wanted to make sure that things are still looking good for you. We were there about a week ago. Um, if they're not, let me tell you something. It's really, really, really important to me that I know because I want to treat you right and I want to make sure my business is great. So give me a call and let me know if it's not. And if it is, don't forget to me, give me that uh, review, yo. All right. And then we shake them down for the review. But every customer gets a quality um, satisfaction follow-up call from me because of the automations with Responsibid, which actually I tie in with Syngem, which sends them that voicemail. It's awesome. You can go to J-N-E-Bid to check it out. That's J-N-E, like journey of a new entrepreneur, B-I-D, like responsibid.com. So go to J N E bid .com. You're going to get the best deal you can get on Responsibid. It's exclusive for Journey of a New Entrepreneur listeners. And you're welcome. Okay, so Jamie Schmidt, how the heck you doing, my friend? Good to have you on the show. Doing, doing great, brother. Doing great. And you're the second guy. I just got done. I don't know when these are all going to go live and what are, you know, go, get published and what order they're going to go in. But I just finished recording an episode with Brant from Jill's office. So like just a few minutes ago, I got done recording with him. And uh, these may go up out of order. I don't know. But two two recordings in a row where the, the guest is giving me some serious confidence issues. I'm feeling very uncomfortable in my skin. Is both of these guys have these amazing, like, uh, this isn't a bad thing. It's just like these cowardly lion beards. You know, like they have these big, just <laughs> flowing, gorgeous beards. And I'm just over here with like this this thing that's like attached to my face, and it's got some gray in it, and I, I don't know what's going on. But so do I, brothers, so do I. <laughs> uh, but I've got the men's men on the show uh, sporting the beards. You guys are getting ready for winter, definitely. <laughs> Get ready for winter, Jamie. Good to have you, man. Uh, so, Jamie, we we have gosh. We kind of met online, you know, a, a few years ago. We've just, you know, interacted a little bit here and there. And I think the first time um, we really got to connect a lot, I think, was at an event you put on in um, Myrtle Beach. Uh, was it last year or the year before? Uh, uh, 2021. 2021, yeah. Was that the first time we, we spent any real yes. time together? Yeah, yep. that's that's what I was thinking. So you, you know, you, you put on these, uh, well, you do more than one event a year, but you do one big one at least, uh, um, which is the one I mentioned I'm going to be speaking at in February and we'll tell everyone all about that. But, um, I went down there and, you know, Myrtle beach, uh, you know, it's got a cool beach. It's got a cool smell to it too, I think, um, you know, and stuff like that. But Myrtle beach was cool. That was my first experience there, but I had a lot of fun, um, just getting around you, you know, I've, I've always hung out like at the huge convention, which is an event, you know, that the industry has, which I, I used to be an owner in that I'm not anymore. So I'm, I'm convention agnostic anymore, you know, event agnostic, but, um, but one thing that was really cool about yours, and it's actually something I like about like say Responsicon as well. And I don't know if you've ever been over there, Jamie, but um, it's, it's a different, um, it's a different feel, the things that you put on, you know, like, you know, you go to the huge and those guys and my buddies over there and Jonathan who runs it, they're just knocking it out of the park. And they have like the big, you know, um, what's the word? The big production, right? You know, they're they're doing like the big, grand, you know, crazy stuff. But then I come to your event, and you actually said this before we went live, just kind of talking about the PWMCA. But I'm going to kind of steal it. Is uh, there's there's a lot of brotherhood there, you know, because it's a bit more intimate. Um, I mean, and it ain't tiny. I mean, there's some hundreds of people there, but uh, it's it's a different feel and it's a little, uh, in a great way. It's a bit of a slower pace, you know, like probably my biggest complaint when I go to the huge is like, when I leave, I got this horrible headache, you know, everything from listening to the speakers and the teachers and then just the nonstop talking to people. It's like, I can kind of breathe. You can kind of hear there's still a great trade show. So you can go look at all the goodies and buy all this stuff and see all those things. And, um, it's, it's just a lot of fun. So, uh, so that was our first experience and I had a great time and I was very impressed with what you've done and I want to talk about it. And I want to, you know, normally Jamie, we talk about people that started like their home service business or their software business or what have you here in a minute. I want to learn from you what it's like, um, you know, building an org is really what you're, you know, like you're doing something that I'm, you've done something that I'm like starting to do, you know, like, which is you started your, your business which uh, probably wasn't isn't your first one if you're like most of the guests on my show but now you're doing more than just that business you're doing this thing that spans tons you know states and countries um different kinds of people all coming in and basically saying jamie help us 
with our dream, you know, help us with our goals in getting there. So it's, it's really impressive. And I can't wait to find out what your experience has been building that, what it's like, but before we do tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us, you know, about your entrepreneurial background and like, was your, your pressure washing company, you have the first business you started, or have you been, you know, were you selling stuff in the womb? Like some people that, that are on the show or what? So tell us a little bit about you. I'm going to try to shut up. I've been talking for like 10 minutes now, nonstop. And let's let these guys find out a little bit about Jamie Schmidt. Absolutely. Um, so I was, I was born in the cleaning industry. So I was raised by grand, my grandfather. He had a window cleaning company. So I was born in the cleaning service. Um, living with him was tough. So I couldn't, you know, I, when, I, when I got to, you know, be 17, 18, I was just like, I can't live with him and work with him. Cause he was, he was just tough man to work with and live with. So, yeah. you know, I ventured out and worked for some carpet cleaning companies, you know, cleaning carpets, um, started a pressure washing company. And my current company is not my first company. My okay. first pressure washing company failed. Okay. Really? Um, and that's kind of why the PWMC exists, but we're going to do that. Um, it failed. It failed. Okay. I, I had a partner. Um, interesting story. Yeah. Had a partner, man. We had the wrong business model. The business model was let's, Let's advertise low prices. We had trucks that were wrapped, 149 whole house wash, right? We had trucks that were wrapped. We were doing Groupons, we were doing socials. And it was a bad business model. It really, really was. It, it, it was a very stressful. You know, it was stressful. The clients we were attracting were not great clients, mm -hmm. right? Um, the technicians were paid on commission, so they would have days where they couldn't sell and they would they would not be happy. And the customer would feel that energy. Mm -hmm. Um, so back in 2017, I started Greenway. I bought my, my partner out and said, you know, that's it. Started Greenway with a whole new business model. And that was to charge higher prices and get mm -hmm. quality customers that are willing to pay the price that we want. And that's where we're at now. And, um, you know, I've learned so much from these guys in this industry. You know, that's why, you know, I, I want to give back. I've learned so much from going to shows and going to conventions mm -hmm. myself. And uh, I still learn every day. Like every day, every event yeah. I go to, I learn every single time. So, yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's funny. I, people have said to me before, your show name is terrible. Journey of a new entrepreneur. You're eventually not going to be a new entrepreneur. You know, I've, I've had some people say you're not a new one. It doesn't count anymore. And I'm like, well, I'm like five, six years in. I think that's new, but. But to your point, Jamie, if we're if we're growing, we we have to be learning to be growing, right? So mm -hmm. if we're growing, we're we're constantly in the state of feeling new. You know, if you don't feel new anymore, now that might be fine. Maybe that's your goal. But if you don't feel new anymore in what you're doing, you're definitely not growing because you're just real comfortable and you're real familiar. And there's not a lot of familiarity, familiarity, <laughs> whatever that word is, in that comfort zone. So, uh, so I want to ask you a question about the the first business. Yes. I I almost think I think we learn a lot more from failures sometimes than we do uh, successes. At least personally, right? Like the the they're not the funnest lessons learned. They're not the most enjoyable lessons learned. But usually, the lessons that are learned the best are the hard lessons, you know, they're the ones that, that get down into your soul, you know, um, when you were there, well, first off, I just got to give some props and say, you know, there's, there's, uh, a lot to your character when you're able to say, Hey, we're doing things wrong and we've got to change it. And a lot of us get too much pride to get there, but that's not even the lesson I want to talk about right now. Low prices, you're trying to be the, you know, maybe the dollar store, if you will, of, of, you know, pressure washing was the plan. Hey, we're going to advertise the low prices and then we're going to upsell big stuff. Or was it the plan? We're going to advertise low prices. We're going to keep them low, but we're going to make it up on volume type of thing. So what was the, what was your thought when you were starting that thing? A little bit of both. So it was, it was to advertise low prices, build on volume and upsell. So my guys are paid all commission. And they had to upsell, but we weren't high priced. They may upsell like the driveway. I don't know. It could be like a hundred bucks or whatever. It wasn't like we were upselling for high ticket items. We were just upselling, you know, at still low prices. So it was a little bit of both. Like I said, it was a bad business model. Really was. And and it's what what got you? Like 
what could you not execute on not getting too deep into you know the just like too granular but generally speaking was your uh you were you just not able to get enough of the up like was it a bad strategy period or was it something that like knowing what you know today do you think you could go back and execute on that better or do you think that's just doomed from the start that's a tough question man so i think it can be executed and that's why i don't have a problem with you know the so-called 99 dollar guys or whatever you mm-hmm. know dude there's customers for everyone just customers yep. are not going to pay high prices that's the bottom line mm-hmm. um can i think it can be done correctly yes you can it, it really can um, I don't think they kill the market at all. I really don't. I don't think um, so either. But, you know, for me, it's just, it was just the quality customers and the customer service, you know, situation we were having. Cause we had too many, I'll be quite frankly, we had too many jobs. Yeah. Like we had four trucks running nonstop and we had too many jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the reviews started coming in, right? Because my guys would go, they would knock on the door and they try to start upselling and the customers just do the house for 149 or do the house for the group pie I bought. That's it. And get yeah. out of here. And then my guys aren't happy. Dude was like, Oh, I'm getting commission on this. Mm-hmm. And the customer yeah. knows that they feel that. And then before the job even starts, the yeah. customer already has in their mind, they're not happy. Yep. So it can be done. I, I think on a smaller scale, but maybe on a bigger scale. I don't know. But yeah. just for me, it's not something that that's in the cards. Well, you know, I would say it might be able to be done. I, uh, you know, specifically, I say low price, make it up on volume. But at the end of the day, you know, PNLs are PNLs. 100 percentage points is 100 percentage points, and you you got to you know if you're gonna do the low price thing, you got to squeeze those points out of somewhere else. And there's only so many of them to go around. So I'm sure someone can do it. I would almost think you might not. You know, I'm kind of just talking out of my butt here, but you know, part of me thinks that you would almost have to be bigger to be successful with that, you know, where you could have, uh, you know, this smaller percentage of profit per job, but you can make it up over volume. A guy that's like you or me that has a few trucks, maybe it just can't be done. I don't know. I'll tell you this. I don't have enough interest to figure it out because I'd rather, (laughs) I'd rather, I'd rather get more money for doing less work anyway, but, uh, you know, but it's still an interesting thing. So I, I, Jamie, I appreciate you being, um, vulnerable about that and being honest because a lot of people don't want to talk about the failures hey, and, that, and that's, that's the reason i that's the reason i started the facebook group i have was because mm-hmm. of that reason and that's the reason why the pwca exists today yeah. um i mean because I, I don't want guys to make that same mistake you know mm-hmm. um and i talk to guys every day and they, they want to go to that rabbit hole because you know right now it's august some areas are slow it depends where you're at in the country where your slow seasons are right and these guys are slow and they're like Man, I'm gonna drop my prices. I can, I need jobs. I'm like, dude, don't drop your prices. So what we do in my company now is, you know, it gets slow. I'm not dropping the prices, but I will add value. So I'll yeah. run deals. Hey, free exterior window cleaning with any mm-hmm. premium house wash, right? Yep. I'm still getting what I need to get for the house wash. The exterior window cleaning to us is a joke. You know, mm-hmm. my guys can do it. There's hardly minutes. any experience. There hardly any expense to it, and it's yes. easy to do. Yep. Yep. So I'll add value items. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to go this dropper price because I think that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Um, because now customers just wait for you to drop your price. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I like your specific strategy. You know, we'll do the same thing. Expect, you know, we were just talking uh, shortly before we started uh, uh, recording here, which, you know, Jamie and I, for those that don't know, have very similar businesses. You know, we have uh, damn near identical, you know, as far as the services that we provide. And, um, you know, like I, we've been in our summer slump, you know, we have our, you know, our, we're not seasonal in Florida in the sense that we have to shut down, but you know, you have your busy seasons, your slow season, stuff like that. And the summertime, you know, is our worst season here in Florida, uh, in our industry. And, you know, it's extended even a month this year. So I'm hoping it stops at that, but that's kind of been, you know, the story I'm getting from most people too. You know, it's been, been a tough year for a lot of people that at least doing the resi stuff. And, um, but the uh, the doing deals, like people want to get too prideful, I think. Oh, my price is my price. Oh, that's cool. And, you, you know, you can charge a million dollars for a 2,000 square foot house wash if you want. That's cool. And that's your price. You're going to starve. You know, yep. you ain't going to get there. And, you know, so we have to be wise along with our holding value to ourselves. And sometimes you got to add some value to something to get the ball rolling a little bit. Maybe you do a discount, but it's in the form of a coupon or a special. Your prices didn't go down. It's just we're doing this special. You can get a thing at this price 
on this week or, or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I think some people, not most, actually, I think a lot of guys get it, but some people do miss the mark on that because they just want to, you know, they hear people, they hear the talking points, know your value, know your worth. Yeah. Know your value, know your worth. Are you not going to charge more where you can charge more? All right. Well then in some opportunities you might need, you know, I would rather, you know, the company break even on a day in the middle of the summer and my guys have work than the company break even and my guys have no work, you know? So there's times that, that I am willing to, to do some stuff that I may not be willing to do in another situation. So, uh, but Jamie, did you, has anyone ever called you the bane of the cleaning industry? No, no, no. I mean, bane, like from Batman. No. Cause you no. said at the beginning, you said that you were born into the industry and I thought that's yes. interesting. I, I can hear Bane and, you know, and, 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 and saying, you know, you, you just bought a pressure washer, but I was born with the mold born with molded you. by the mold. I was, you know, I was raised by the algae, you know, I know this stuff. So I don't know. That was funny. instead. dad joke. Sorry. We, we can go to the next one. I don't want to make a point on discounts though. Real yeah. fast. You said about discounts. We do discount. So, mm-hmm. but we discount through, responsibly with bundles so that's yes. a whole nother if you yep. want a discount you get everything done you know, all these services man the roof the gutter whitening the windows mm-hmm. the driveway the patio we're getting discounts well you know what jamie let's just jump into something we, we're going to get back into the story but uh i don't do a lot of technical stuff as far as like you know the how-to thing and i don't even mean technical on like delivering the product but like even technical on the sales or what have you but let's talk about that because that's actually some real value that i haven't touched on in the podcast for probably two years you talked about bundles so uh let me paint a picture uh paint a picture for the audience here that may not know but correct me if i'm wrong but you probably have a typical thing where you know you go to someone's home whether you go in person do it over the phone or whatever you'll quote every service that you have right you probably always quote all your services that's step number one and then step number two is you'll build bundles or packages, right? So you'll do like maybe an A, B, and C, a good, better, best, or or something like that, right? There you go. So you can see it right on the screen. Yep, and absolutely. Uh, so he's got, you know, for those of you who aren't watching, he's got a quote form, or, and it's every service is itemized. And then at the bottom, good, better, best. And he just will say these three line items going good, these four line items going better, these five line items going best. And then you can get a discount. Maybe you get a 5% on good, a 10%. Oh, wow. My dog is licking his balls on video right now, uh, right on the screen. Get off. Get off. No, no, no ball licking, bud. Sorry. I thought, I thought he would be cute for y'all, but that was gross. So listeners consider yourselves lucky. Um, <laughs> my dog sitting on my, my shelf behind me. Um, but, but you do these three packages and then that's where you can put, the, wow, I, I'm probably not going to edit that out, but sorry about the, the ball comment guys. Let's get everyone. Remember I'm the overgrown child. Let's get back to business. <laughs> so, three packages, a, B and C good, better, best. And then maybe package a has a 5%, maybe package B has a 10%, mm-hmm. maybe package C has a 15%. However, and then the beauty of it, is you set your a la carte prices like 15% higher than you need them or want them to be. So then if they get a 5% discount on package A, you still come out ahead. If they get a 10% on B, you come out ahead. And if they get a 15% on C, you still came out ahead, even though it's where you wanted the price, but you got more services sold for that thing. So, um, so it's a beautiful thing. So how long have you been doing a thing like that in your business? So I've been doing packages since 2017. Okay. Um, on paper, I mean, I actually do a class. I teach guys on packages, bundles, mm-hmm. bundles. We'll call them bundles, right? Yep. Um, but this, I don't use this anymore. Like this is just in my draft, my door drawer. Responsibility changed the game, man. When they mm-hmm. when they put this in digital format, like it yep. changed the game. It changed the game. Like now, it's just like hit a button, bang. There's Boom. your bundles. It's it's amazing, man. It really is. Yeah. So, um, but I got to say, bundles, man. Bundles can really change your business. They really can. They, they can take your average ticket and just knock it just out of the park. Now, keeping it real, Jamie. So no no exaggeration for the yes. listeners. Not that I think, I don't think you would lie, but it's easy when we're on these things, we get excited and, we, we, you know, so just keeping it real. Someone calls you for um, a service and it doesn't matter what it is. You know, you know, you just, someone calls you and says, I want a service, which is probably yes. what most people call for. Mm-hmm. Then you do you know, the bundling, like you described, if you, you may not know these numbers, uh, I don't know mine factually. I can tell you generally speaking how it goes, but how many people do you think, you know, if you, if you sell a hundred jobs, how many people 
only bought a single service versus getting one of those bundles? If you were a hundred jobs without actually looking in the system, I would say though, top of my head out of a hundred jobs, maybe 20 to 25% would buy just a house wash or whatever single service is. That's, that's what I was going to say is probably, yeah. you know, like two out of 10, you know, or 20 out of a hundred, you know, will yep. get the single service and, uh, you know, listeners, now, this is not a responsive thing. Now, Jamie uses it and loves it. You know, you know me, you know, I'm going to tell you to use it. Go to jnebid.com. But let me be really, really clear. This is not a responsive bid strategy. This is just something that like response bid does and does really well. But you don't have to use any software to do this. So if you're newer in the business, the first thing you've got to do after getting the phone to ring, so that's the first thing you got to do, right? Is you got to get the phone to ring. The next thing you need to do before you know how many gallons per minute you need to clean the thing or before you know whatever specialty uh, chemical that uh, F9 needs to tell you to use or whatever, before any of that stuff, you need to get this, this bundle package thing locked away in your mind. Because if you hear what Jamie said, and, and that's where I'm at too. Now, I don't have the factual numbers, but I'm telling you pretty damn close, you know, just based on our experiences probably eight out of 10 people are going to get a bundle even when they called for one thing. And that includes the people that just call for a driveway. That includes the people that just call maybe for a, a low ticket item. Eight out of 10 of them are still going to get that thing. So think of that. All of, you know, all of your services are going to be kind of close to each other in price, right? In some respects. So you could potentially double your average ticket price by making no other changes other than three bundles underneath the, the itemized stuff. Um, so that was free guys. Jamie teaches on it. I've taught on it. Take that one home. If you never listen to another episode of this podcast, you got all your money's worth, right? Then I can promise you. So absolutely. Um, gosh, uh, Jamie, I got to shut the hell up and let you do some talking here. So Jamie, talk to me about some stuff. Let's, let, let's change some gears. Here. I want to talk about the PWMCA. So you, you've okay. had your pressure washing company, you know, you had, um, a complete lack of success where you had to start over. Now you've got one that's serving you really well. I think you got family working with you in it as well. I, I think yep. I don't, does your son work with you? I believe. Uh, yes. Yep. Which mine does too. And in, in my pressure washing company and um, you know, so you're doing great things there. You started this Facebook group that morphed into the PWMCA, you know, the uh, uh, what the uh, pressure, uh, what the heck does PWMCA stand for? Don't shoot me, Jamie. Um, uh, Professional Worldwide Mobile Cleaning Association. There we go. Dot org. Okay. PWMCA.org. Um, so you ended up starting that essentially because you wanted a support staff. You wanted that a brotherhood for yourself or, um, you know, a, a mastermind, so to speak, with like minded guys. How, you know, so you started this Facebook group. How the heck did that evolve into this thing that that's pretty stinking cool now? Um, what what happened? How did that come, come apart? Yeah, I'm sure well, you had I mean, no issues. I'm sure everyone that started it with you was super awesome and you had no no hangups along the way. And they're all, oh, still- no, I had hangups. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, no. I, I mean, I started the pressure when I started pressure washing motivation, which is a Facebook group. I had never thought about having an organization. It was, it was just to help guys you know, not make mistakes and, if, you know, be there to try to help them out and, and to help myself and learn, right? Because we're always learning, like I said before. Um, you know, I was a board of director to another association. Um, and when I left there, you know, I, I, I had a passion to still continue to help guys. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, I had guys come and say, hey, start an organization, start an organization. I'm like, I don't want to start an organization. Um, some things transpired, man, that it was like, you know what? These guys need, they need, they want me to do this. We're going to do it. And, you know, I, I did it with, I had somebody else that was doing it with me that was a great guy, man. Like, you know, I love him, man. He's like, a, as a friend, awesome. Go mm-hmm. hang out. Just as. It just might aspect. be a bit opinionated. That's all. Yes. Yes. It just wasn't, <laughs> just wasn't a fit for what we were doing, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to quit my, I don't want to like give my pressure washing business away and say, I'm going to go take an org and make money. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. I, I want to do the org. Just the org obviously has to make money to survive, but yeah. I don't want that to be my my income. My pressure yeah. washing company is my income. That's my bread and butter, man. That's mm-hmm. that's where it's at for me. So, um, and we we've been growing, you know, organically. You know, I, I don't kind of beat the drums a lot out there trying to grow. Although yeah. it's kind of a mistake, man, because I think you know a lot of guys say you should be. I'm just like, I know, just 
not my character. That's kind of the problem. Yeah, I, I probably need other people to get in place to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just called you out for it. I, I was yeah, awfully mean yeah, to you, you before we went live. So what, what the hell, um, Jamie? What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, my biggest thing is I wanted to make sure before we did that we had value. Like we had value for our our members. Like I want them to feel as though when they became a member, they got value. And I'm not talking about monetary value because they get all gift cards. Mm-hmm. Like they get all kinds of swag. Like that's monetary stuff, Matt. To me, the value is like, what do I get out of mm-hmm. the association? Like, what do you give me throughout the year to help my company? That's yep. what what it's about for me. That's where I see the value at. Uh, that's one thing I like about what you got going. I mean, Jamie, here's the deal: you got you're not pretentious. You know, you're you're uh, you're a man's man. You know, you're just uh, uh, you're one of us. You're 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 doing this thing. I think you're a lot like me, you know, uh, going back to the Joker reference. I think, uh, we're just a couple of dudes chasing after cars. We don't even know what we would do if we caught one, you know, just like a dog, you know? And, but, but you, you've filled a, a void, um, for a lot of people. I mean, uh, one of my favorite sayings, I say it all the time in my business. I've said it on the podcast a few times, you know, it's like, it's like, we're like sushi. We're really good. We just ain't for everybody. And not every org is for everyone, but, you know, Jamie, uh, I jotted down a couple of things, um, you know, that I like about what you have going on. One, you guys got a brotherhood that you've created, you know, and that's something I noticed immediately when I uh, when I went to that event over in um, Myrtle Beach, you know, because I, I you let me be the MC and I had a great time. And man, it was just like it was just teamwork, you know, like the attendees wanted to help you, you know, attendees wanted to make the event better. Because the event essentially is being put on by the people, you know, they're the ones putting the thing on. And it's like, you almost couldn't get them out of the stinking trade show because they were all, you know, the trade show was the, the donut coffee shop, you know, if you will, where everyone's down there having their drink, you know, eating their donut, yeah. just having a good time chatting, but there's no free donuts. That's my only complaint, Jamie, I need free donuts <laughs> in the, no in the donuts. trade show. But, but everyone's down there, you know, doing their thing where they're just like, talking shop doing their thing there's a lot of shop talk when it comes to gallons per minute and and stuff because that's what the guys are and there's also a lot of talk and the teaching of how to grow the business how to develop the business and that's something that's not lost on you guys sure it's about a trade but you know that the trade you know the trade portion is just the necessary evil how to clean the things the necessary evil the purpose is to get people to give you those checks right? We just got to do that other stuff to get there. So I think you've, you've created a great balance. Um, you guys don't just have um, this great, you know, support staff. Um, you know, you and I were talking and, you know, you mentioned brotherhood and I'm like, the second you said that I wrote next to it, I wrote flip, you know, so David over there, flip, um, he's a big part of your organization. I don't even know yeah. his, I don't know if he's on the board or I don't, I have no clue. Yeah, he's a know, director. Okay, yep. Is he he's a director? director? Okay. I didn't, I had no clue. All I knew was this is a dude that you know, I don't even think Flip cares about the industry. I don't think he cares about the PWMCA. I think Flip's just a dude that cares about people and his people happen to be, you know, he's in this circle. Therefore, his people are in that circle and he's helped. Uh, and there's a lot of other guys. I don't want to just single him out, but, you know, he's someone that I've seen do that stuff. And then, you know, other things that you guys do is is excellent training. You know, I'm the guy that always wants to say, ah, oh, it's not about the technical shit. Well, you do got to know it. You know, you yeah. got to know how to do those things. You guys do in-person training events. You guys do, you know, Zoom stuff. Uh, I saw a guy, uh, you just created a, uh, like a Christmas light training thing in your PWMCA membership group, you know, that the members get to go to because someone was asking you about it. So you're like, I'm going to reach out to an industry uh, expert and you did a Zoom call. Uh, How long did that take you to turn around from the time someone asked you about that to to putting on a, a zoom training for everyone? Uh, a few days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, a dude asks for this, goes to the president. I think Jamie's the president. He's the founder. I don't call myself the president. I'm like the okay. title, man. You're like, okay. You're the president. I'm like, I'm not the president. Okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> call him a uh, grand, grand champion. Jamie's the grand champion <laughs> of the PWMCA. <laughs> reach out to him and he puts a thing on. He finds the right guy. He, Jamie doesn't say I'm the one that knows everything. He found the right dude. He brought him in. And then they taught their group about Christmas lights. It's like, you know, so you've, you've got this brotherhood, you know, the support staff of, of people that come together for each other. You've got great events where people can go and learn, you know, how to, to grow their business. You have, you know, furthering the brotherhood thing, but, you, you know, you have these, uh, uh, let's say, impromptu um, training things in the groups. And then you also do in-person events for specific training stuff. I've seen you do like paver sealing, you know, training things and, you know, washing this and washing that. So 
you, I think you guys have a lot of value and you bring a lot to the table. And the reason I want to see you push this thing is I think you're someone that genuinely cares about people, Jamie. And um, I want to see people, you know, be a part of what you're doing because people need the help. At least, you know, the ones that like sushi do, you know what I mean? I appreciate it, man. Appreciate, always appreciate your support. And uh, you're right, man. People need the help. And, and, you know, it's, it's a great thing to help these guys. And, and you know what? People, it even helps when you, help others it helps you and that's what guys mm -hmm. don't realize it really does mm -hmm. it helps you grow as a person it, it really really helps you grow as a person man it which is. helps your business like people don't understand that. as you grow as a person your business it, your business grows it really does if you so, want to if you do want to grow one of the best things you can do is start teaching people what you know yep. when you start teaching people what you know uh, there's i'm sure there's some chemical stuff that releases in your brain that already makes you want to do more but I also think like when you start teaching what you know, you know, you're, you start to see your limitations. And I think within that whole concept of being self-aware of, you know, your limits of your knowledge, um, how it feels to help other people with that, you, you naturally start to elevate your game and um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it is, man. And it's, you know, the events we've done so far have all been amazing. Every, they're, they're great, man. And, you know, people always like, but I don't, my whole thing with the event, I don't want the event to, I'm comfortable with events at. Like, mm -hmm. the event for me is like, you know, I think we had like 400 some people last year in Orlando, right? Mm -hmm. Chris Martinez, you know, Chris Martinez, man. Oh, he yeah. came up to me at the event and he did a video afterwards about this. He came up to me at the event. He goes, look, man, I'm just going to tell you, I bet like, you can't, you can't market this. You can't sell this. I don't know what, what you guys are doing here, but you can't. You can't, you can't market this. I don't know what's going on. It's just like, cause it's a brotherhood. It really is like mm -hmm. everybody is just like, is there, like you said earlier, they want to help. Attendees want to help. They're like, Hey, what can we do? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm telling you, listen, I've been a part of a lot of stuff and, uh, and I am a part of a lot of stuff and you guys have a nice, unique little niche there. There's no, and question. I like that, that makes like little, to, to me, man, that is awesome for us, man. Like the huge convention I just went to in Nashville, mm -hmm. that was friggin' awesome. Like, yeah, that, that was, was like, awesome too. Yeah, dude, that was like awesome. But like, mm -hmm. I would never ever want to be <laughs> that because, man, to run that thing, it bro, is fun. I can tell you that much. And I, I didn't run it, but I was close enough. I can tell you, it, it, that's it a ain't lot fun. of work, man. That's a <laughs> lot of work. Yeah. Um, but dude, it was amazing though. It was amazing. Well, Jamie, what do you think? Um, you know, for people out there, uh, entrepreneurs that are wanting to do some things like this, maybe they're like, Hey, I like my business. You know, they're like you, yeah, my, my, my service business or my restaurant or whatever it is they have that pays the bills. That's my bread and butter, but maybe they want to, you know, go to the next level. They want to give back. Maybe they also want to make a big buck because you can make a lot of money doing these things too. You know, like I, I, I personally know, um, some people that are making money hand over fist. And I personally know some people that are doing an event at a break even, but that that's why they do that event, you know? So, so there's a lot of reasons people can do it, but if someone's listening saying, man, yeah, I'd really like to do this. I'd like to invest in people's lives. Are you at Liberty at least to share some of the pitfalls or some of the, the hard lessons that you've learned as you were um, building this, you know, everything from, uh, and, and, you know, we ain't, obviously ain't going to be getting into names. I know there's no, like, I, I know there's things that went down, you know, and you had to split yep. with some people and, you know, and there's all kinds of stuff. I didn't know. What could you tell the guy that says, Jamie, I'm a, you know, I'm a carpet cleaner and I'm going to start carpet con, or I'm a restaurant person and I'm going to start, you know, rib con or, you know, whatever the heck that they want to do. What are some things you say, Hey, little one, <laughs> pull your notepad out, listen up. I want to, I want to save you some pain. Well, I would say number one is surround yourself with the people you bring in the circle to help with that. Surround yourself with people that had that same vision um, that want to help, you know, they want to help the, their fellow contractors. Um, you know, you, you don't also surround yourself and make sure that people that are in your circle, I'm not talking about like member, I'm talking about people that are actually involved, mm -hmm. understand like, what you're there to do, not to, mm -hmm. not to. So we had this issue early on. It was never me, but we had this issue. Where it was kind of like we were competing against other shows and stuff mm -hmm. because it was, it was what somebody else that was attached to me was doing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not what we are. Like, that's not what we're about. Like, so you don't want to, you don't want to 
you don't want to burn those bridges, man. You don't want to go out there and, and like, yeah, you want to like the huge convention this year, man. We were there. The PWC was there, and the huge convention is coming to our event. It's like that's what it should be about, right? It shouldn't be about you know our event's going to be better. Our event's gonna, it should be like, hey, we all want to help, right? Of course, the event's mm-hmm. got to make money. They can't put it on. Like they they cost a lot of money to do. Yeah, um, do. people don't understand that that a gallon of tea at a hotel you're going to get charged over a hundred bucks for, for a gallon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So people tell me that, Hey man, why don't we have coffee? I'm like, it's well, literally you have 100... that big buffet lunch, man. Right. You know, mm-hmm. the coffee's 80 bucks a gallon. Yeah. You guys yeah, want to pay for that? In, in Nashville, that big hotel, I think, I think uh, coffee and tea, I think it was a hundred and uh, my, my wife ran everything uh, on the back end there and helped out. Uh, I think it was like 140 bucks a gallon. Yeah. It's yeah, um, expensive. It really is. Yeah. And, and I'm not exaggerating guys. Like, for real, for real. That's what these things cost. But even with us, like we do, we do like the lunch tickets. They buy the VIP ticket. They lunch both days and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's a lot of money for lunch for two days, dude. That's how much these places. It's a this lot is, of money. It's not yeah. a restaurant. This is what they charge. They're like they're serious. So um, I, would, I would say like surround yourself vision, with the right people, and, yeah, and also a- do it for the right reasons. Like that's another thing, mm-hmm. man. Like the same thing in my wash company. Like we give back a lot. Like in our communities. We give a, my watch company gives it back a lot. And I have guys reach out to me and they say, Hey, dude, I see you clean all these playgrounds. You do this. If I do a playground tomorrow, how many jobs am I going to get? And I'm like, What do you mean? No jobs. <laughs> when am I going to make? I'm like, Well, you're not going to make money, man. I'm like, You're doing it for the wrong reason. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, you have to generally want to just give back. And dude, everything was fall in place the way it falls, yeah. honestly. Okay. That's good stuff. So, I mean, what I'm hearing, Jamie, is you're basically saying, Bobby, it, you don't look at it like an event or an org. It's it's the same thing in your business. I mean, I was just taking notes. It's like you talk about your vision. You talk about uh, your demographic, you know, who you're trying to go after. You talk about core values, you know, uh, we're, you know, in your case, you're saying we're not, you know, we want to play nice with the other guys. You know, some people might say, oh, I want to not play nice on purpose. That's fine. That's, that's your prerogative, whatever. But um, at the end of the day, it's just it's business, right? I mean, is that, is that essentially what you're saying is there's no, nothing magical or too different. It's just more expensive tea and, and yeah, business. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly, exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So what, what do you guys do, you know, as, as far as bringing value, you know, um, an event organizer, you know, someone that's watching this that wants to do these things and they're like, all right, Jamie, do you have good content at your, at your events and how do you get it? You know, how, how would you tell someone, you know, I know the answer is yes, but I'll, I'll let you answer that if you have good content and then, and then how do, how do you get around to doing stuff like that? So I don't know, man, I don't know if I've just been lucky, but you know, I think the good content comes with the speakers you bring in, um, which the good is going to come in time, right? It takes time for those speakers to be willing to come speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have some rock star speakers. You being one of them, you're one of our rock stars. Man, you're coming, like, <laughs> thank but you, thank you, thank you. it's like you know, back 2018 when we did the first event, right? I couldn't call up a lot of these people and say, "Hey, can you come speak there?" They'd be like, "Well, yeah, we'll we'll let you know. We'll get back to you." Yeah, but you would never. They would never get back to you, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not because like they're being ignorant or mean. It's just because it, it makes sense for them, right? They they need. There to has to be a fair value exchange for everyone, you know. And yes, some people it needs to be yeah. a value for them also, right? Mm-hmm. So. We got to the point where, like, now it's like we're filling a show. Now it's hard. Now it's hard. Now I'm looking at the, the the speakers, and I'm trying to figure out the agenda, and I'm like, man, okay. So how do I tell this guy mm-hmm. that he's in a breakout room? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I tell this guy he's in a breakout room? It's really hard. Yeah, well, you've so got every an amazing year, lineup for this February when I can I, – like, I don't envy you on that at all. Don't put me in a freaking breakout room. I'm kidding. No, I'm you're kidding. not in a breakout room. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you're I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But, but – uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you got a you got a freaking amazing lineup. So I, I don't envy those those things. But but I, I don't I don't want to get you off path here. So how does a guy get over that? You know, you you got over that. You know, you've got you've had big big name guys come in. You've had people that have done tens of millions of dollars in revenue and home service uh, businesses. You know, speak from this thing. How did you get over the the obstacle of well, no one knows me, no one wants to be here to holy shit, everyone's knocking down the door to want to do this. I, I Honestly, I think that's just the culture that we build inside the association with the members, I think, just being real, right? If mm-hmm. somebody wants to go out today and start doing events, they, they have to be real, man. Um, you know, if you're doing events, you think you're just going to start an event tomorrow, just, you're going to start an event to make money? Like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. Like, 
You know, you have you have to be real, and that's kind of where we're at, where our events like, you know, without talking too much numbers, like our event really kind of breaks breaks even just about like mm-hmm. covers expenses and stuff are going, of course, but yeah. for us, man, it's not a big money thing. It's mm-hmm. really not. Um, you, would it be I nice think- if it was? I'm not saying it wouldn't be nice. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to make money, dude. So I wouldn't. I'd be lying if I said who doesn't. Yeah, who doesn't? No, we don't want to make money, but you know. It, to me, man, I, I think really I think you should charge for your thing at least for non-members at the very because you don't charge. I don't think for your. Event so too. we did. We did. I, I go back and forth. We did last year. We charged. Um, okay. The problem was we didn't charge for our members because I try to give my members everything we can, mm-hmm. and, and we got caught in a trap where it cost a lot of money, man, for those lunches and all that stuff that happened. Yep. Yep. So this year, I'm like, all right, we're gonna do, we're doing the event for free, but there is a VIP ticket gives them lunch for two days. The karaoke, the, the karaoke thing is a whole nother. That's a whole other deal. <laughs> and that's not about like, that's a four hour open bar food. And everybody's like, oh, it's not about like a bunch of alcoholics getting drunk and that crazy. It's a really, man, it's really about guys networking. Like it just hanging out, singing some music, man. I had guys last year, Doug App was one of them. He mm-hmm. came to me, he's like, dude, I don't believe I got up there and sang like that. Like, <laughs> well, Jamie, I got a commit. I got a commitment for you. If you're doing, if you're doing, if you're doing uh, karaoke this year, oh, it's there. <laughs> as long, as long, I just, I need this song reserved so I can be the one that does it. And then I need like, I need two ladies or two dudes with the voice that can pull off the lady's voice, you know, to back me up. If you can help me with the backup, I'll, I'll take lead on Love Shack, and I can guarantee you at least one article of clothing will come off before I'm done. So that, that's all I'm gonna say. But, right. but I'm reserving Love Shack. I just need some backup singers. As my wife did that for me once and swore never again. So I'm kind of like stuck on the backup <laughs> singer thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's really, really good time, man. It's just like, you know, people just hanging out, networking, learning from each other. If you go to, and that's, I tell guys all the time, man, they go to events and I'm like, no matter what event you go to, like, take the opportunities to like talk to people. Like, mm-hmm. the dude is doing $5 million, he doesn't care that you're doing. A hundred thousand dollars. He really doesn't yeah. care. He's going to talk to you, man. He's going to have a conversation with you, and you can give you some nuggets, probably. I'll tell you my experience when I do run into the guys because there are guys that do those big numbers like that. It's just oh, yeah. we don't we don't know them because they don't tend to boast and brag. Yes, but my experience is when I run into guys like that at those shows, they're actually they're literally there because they want to give back. Like yeah. they're there because they know they're going to be having lunch or a drink with. Uh, you know, uh, a mere mortal like you or I, and they're going to be able to give back. And again, that's another beautiful thing. I think about the industry in general. I mean, sure, there's some some turds out there too, but generally speaking, I think this industry is made up of a lot of good people that that really like. Oh, it it, it absolutely is, man. The last speaker that I just added, um, Charles Daniels, um, dude, he I, he's a friend of mine. I've known him for a while, right? He used to be a director with me in another association, and he reached out. And he's like, man, I. I have nothing to sell. I have nothing. He goes, it's time though. It's time for me to, I want to, I want to get back. He goes, my company right now is doing really, really well. And I want to be able to take some of that knowledge and give it to people. Can you make room for me anywhere? Yep. I'm like, absolutely. dude. Because you're the guy, you're the guy that a lot of those guys want to hear. Believe me. Because yep. you're the average, you're like me, man. You're just the average dude mm-hmm. trying to make it happen. Right. Yep. So, so, so- Jamie, what do you say to people that, uh, you know, uh, th- this is a, this will be a fun conversation. There's the guys that, that are out there. They're like, you don't need to learn. You know, you don't got to go to an event. You don't need a coach. You don't need a mentor. You don't need a blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I heard one that was real funny a while back. I, some guys were, you know, bitching about this and they were like, I don't, you don't need a coach. You can get everything you need out of, to learn how to sell out of a Grant Cardone book. And I'm thinking, and he makes you pay for it. You are you're literally doing yes. the thing that you say. The grant just doesn't charge as much per book because a billion of you guys will buy it instead of you know a thousand. But but what do you say to those people? You know, um, because I mean they're saying that geared towards you as well as everyone else on the planet. You know, Absolutely. what do you say to I the hear guy it all that's, the time. that's a bunch of BS? I hear it all the time. And, and I, I just say it's it's they're just closed-minded, man. They mm. they don't have the right mindset. Because quite honestly, I mean. You, you can think you know everything. You can think, you know, oh, I don't need to go to classes. You know, I hear guys saying it's just spraying water. But, you know, it's not just spraying water. That's a whole other subject. Um, you know, <laughs> the business aspect is tough. 
It yeah. really, really is. It, it's tough, man. And the business part is really easy to fail. Um, you know, are, are events for everyone? I, maybe not. I don't know. But I couldn't see, like, why an event couldn't be beneficial to anyone. Like, anyone. It doesn't matter where you're at with your company. Where, what you're, if you open up your mind and say, hey, you know, I can go here and I can learn something. You may not even learn anything, man. You may go. I go to events and I'll, I'll listen to a speaker. And I'm like, damn it, dude. I know I was supposed to be doing that shit. Why haven't I been doing it? And yeah. just, sometimes and sometimes it's not new info, but sometimes it's kind of a transfer of uh, mojo, if you will. Or yes. uh, sometimes you just get the wind in your cells that you need. Sometimes you're going to get that tactical strategic you know advantage that you need but you know here's my thought jamie like on the people that that hate on that stuff is first off i do think you can do it on your own you know a people here's why i think that i know that because people have right there's people that have that have done it on their own without you know quote unquote any help and, and probably not no help you know they probably did read a book or whatever but but we get the point right I used to really want to respond to those people a lot, but uh, you know, I'm just keeping it real that I'm not, I'm not a mind reader. I'm just telling you what it looks like to me is I don't think that uh, there's any issue for their, their view that you don't need it. But I think those are people that need, you know, they're looking for validation outwardly. You know, they're, they're, if they don't, if they're so anti-education or so anti-event, hey, good for them they're not out doing stuff with their life, trying to help people. They're just trying to keep you from going to, you know, getting that help because really I think what they're saying is I need validation. I need you to tell me how awesome it was that I did this without your stinking little event. And, and what I want to say to that person is, Hey, you should be proud of yourself. I'm impressed. If you've built it without the help, good for you. But stop being a fucking douchebag and trying to keep other people from getting the help that they need. Maybe you've got a strength that they don't. Maybe maybe they have a weakness where you don't and they need that. So stop being a douchebag. Good job. Daddy's proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. Let these guys go win. Yeah, you know, that's that's kind of my thoughts is, you know, I, I think they're less of a hater and more of someone that probably has some insecurity or or needs that outside validation that uh, maybe dad didn't give them or, or something like that. And, and I'm not, I did get a little salty there, but when I say that last comment, you know, that maybe dad didn't give them, I'm not even trying to be a smart ass. It's just, you know, that's, that's life, you know, that's, you know, we all got to get to that point. And, and I, I, I would say the more important um, message I think is to people that are interested. And I'm not talking about Jamie's thing. You're, you're listening to the show. You're not even in this industry. You may not, this may not even apply to you, but the key is, the fastest way to getting what you want is to find other people that have achieved it and then just copy their asses. Just, just do what they did. And one of the easiest way to do that is to read a book, to listen to a podcast, to go to the show, all of the above, you know, join the org, you know, get in the brotherhood and, and learn from other people's mistakes, stand on the shoulders of giants and, just realize that that dude that's hating you over there, you know, hating on you, you know, wow, you don't need all that stuff. Oh, you know, good for him. Good for him and good for you. You know, let's, let's do this shit. So that's my thoughts. That's what I got to say on that. Very well put actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and you know, part of that is right, man. Like even, even with the insecurity stuff and, you know, I, I've had situations, man, where I, I, I've helped local guys here. You know, I, I've seen them doing some stuff that quite frankly is it, you know, they're new and they're doing some stuff to roofs. I'm like, hey, yo, <laughs> let's talk, man. Let me help you out. And and I received calls from someone that says, you're going to help that guy put us out of business. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to help that guy save the industry in our area because if he goes out and starts screwing everybody's roofs up, guess what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. We can try to tell everybody how awesome we are all day long, but they're going to say, look at my neighbor's roof. Yep. I ain't taking that chance. Yeah, no. absolutely. So I, I really believe, man, raise the bar. Raise the bar to this What's industry. that saying? A rising tide raises all ships or something like that? Yes. You know, I, I forget exactly how, you know, how that goes, but that's the well, sentiment. Sounds good yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you were talking earlier about like that quote unquote $99 guy, you know, and it's like, 
you know, I mean, I've, I've had my share, you know, I've, I've taken my turn to try to poke fun of, you know, quote unquote, that dude. And, and frankly, that was probably just my insecurities, you know, uh, you know, needing that outside validation. But, you know, if I'll tell you this much, if I was starving, you know, like if I'm on the street and I got to figure out how to pay rent tomorrow or get food on the table for myself and my family tomorrow, I'll be that $99 guy. Absolutely. I'll do it all day long. Absolutely. Because short term, you can make a lot of money. Now, long term, you're not going to cover your expenses and your maintenance and your upkeep and so on and so forth. But I'm going to do what I, 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 by God, I don't care what other people think. I don't care if I'm that dude. But on this side of it, you know, being an established business that does good work and it's fully insured and blah, blah, blah. The $99 guy, I mean, I can't say he doesn't impact us because there are people that would want our service, but they're going to always go with the cheaper thing. Okay. So maybe I lost that one. That's cool. I'm just going to do my damnedest to focus my marketing and my energy on the people that care about the things that people that hire us care about, which is things like experience, things like no risk whenever they hire a contractor because they have a big home and a large network. Um, things like they, it is important that since they have a roof that might cost a million dollars to replace, they want to get the company that they know they're not going to have to go down that path, you know? And if you just can position yourself, you know, Tiffany's never bitches about the dollar store and the dollar store never takes a penny away from Tiffany's. Why are, why are we bitching back and forth? Let's enjoy that $99 guy. I know we have a place to refer people that are cheap. So we look like a hero. Hey, we're like sushi. We ain't for everyone. Here's the dude without insurance. He's a nice guy. Just hope he doesn't get injured on your property. Good luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you move on with it. Yeah, and I think yeah. what you said there, part of what you said, man, is, is to really just focus on like, focus on what you're doing and don't focus on worrying about what everybody else is doing. You're dude. I used to worry about what other people did, man. And like, yeah. trust me, when you focus just on what you're doing and you don't worry about what anybody else is doing, it just changes so much mm -hmm. of your perspective, man. And and you grow so much better. It's a lot less stressful. Yeah, it really is. No, I'm, with I'm you, not man. saying don't reach out. Hey, if you see somebody that's in the area, man, and maybe they're, they're 99 bucks and maybe they don't know any better. Like mm -hmm. maybe they don't know. Then that hand out and say, hey, you know. Yeah. This is where you should be at in the market. You know, you could make a lot more money if you did this that way. And if they say, hey, go after yourself, then that's what it is, right? It is what it is. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll kind of wrap it up with this thought and then we'll move on. But, you know, I had a, uh, this was not too long ago, but I was still, I just stepped out of the business uh, about a month ago. So it was just, just prior to that. And um, one day my son had, you know, the sales line and another day I'll have the sales line, you know, when we were, when I was still plugged in there because I was doing sales there at the end. And I saw a name come through on one of the leads, which it wasn't my day. I just saw the name. And then another day I saw this lead come through and it's the same name and it, it was my day. So I'm like calling the lead and I'm like, Hey, this is Bobby over at blah, da da. Just calling about your quote, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I heard someone that, you know, now Kyle, if you listen, you know, you just got a young voice, bro. But it's like, I heard some like 18, 19 year old, you know, sounding kid. And he went, uh, uh, yeah i'm not interested anymore and i'm like well first off you're too young to own a house that you could have got a quote this big on so there's a you know my my radar is going off and i yeah. said hey man i said listen i said you're clearly just price shopping me and you know you're clearly a competitor and i'm cool with that but i said let me make life easy for you if you'll just say hey bobby i'm a competitor and i'm trying to to do better in my own business i said you can come over to my office and i will i'll i'll raise the hood I'll let you see it all. I'll give you my pricing and I'll even help you out. And, um, and that, you know what, I'm, I'm now coaching this kid. We've started doing a little thing and I'm coaching him up and I'm, I'm literally helping a competitor of mine get better. And, um, but again, that rising tide, it benefits all of us. Yes. You know, every time there's a better contractor out there, that's another guy with higher prices that I now get to compete against. That's another guy, you know, that, that does that. So, so, so it's good stuff. And Kyle, you're a good dude. You just sound like a kid, but it's all right, man. That's, you know, you're a kid. Uh, <laughs> we'll work on the voice later. So, um, Jamie, let, let's change gears here. Let, let, let's, yes. uh, let, let's talk about some stuff that uh, people can do, be a part of. And, um, you know, the PWMCA, uh, we've got an event coming up in February, the 22nd through the 24th. 
It's right here in Orlando. So it's in my backyard, which I'm excited yep. about. And I actually get to be a speaker, which I'm super pumped about, you know, so when we be doing that thing, um, tell people a little bit about this. We know they can go to pwmca.org to uh, get their tickets and all that stuff, but, but here's a chance to promote the show and tell them why they need to be there. Yeah. Cause this show, I mean, if I think everybody should get the show that can get there. Like the show is going to be, I, I say this all the time. It can change your lives. And people are like, ah, that's bullshit. It can change your life, believe me. And it may it not will. be, look, we have 20, I want to say off the top of my head, 26 speakers, yeah. right? That's a lot. I saw the All thing, 26 the speakers ain't going to change your life, right? All 26 ain't going to change your life. It may be one. It may be yeah. one, right? It mm -hmm. may be just, maybe Bobby. You may listen to Bobby and be like, it's gonna be that's good what stuff. I need. You that's need to come and listen to me. It's going to be a good one, guys. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, Flip, you talked about Flip, David Flipping. David mm -hmm. Flipping is, is speaking with Mrs. Flip. Nice. Um, on working husband and wife relationships, working together. Some guys Excellent. are going to be really surprised about that situation mm -hmm. because Flip's been kicked out of the office and fired by Mrs. Flip a few <laughs> times. So that's going to be an awesome, awesome thing to see. But just the, the networking, the mentorship. I mean, look, we have the vendors that are, you know, selling stuff you yeah, can go great trade show uh great trade, trade show, show. we got outside demos they'll be out there messing around with chemical not chemicals with equipment we don't mm -hmm. spray chemicals there um pressure washers soft washers surface cleaners uh we may have a drone there just possible oh nice 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 would be yeah. pretty cool um but if you come to the event with with the mindset that mm -hmm. hey i'm going to come here and i'm going to meet some new people i'm going to learn some things and i'm going to leave feeling awesome mm -hmm you can't you can't go wrong man and look it's february in orlando where i'm in new jersey february that time of year is probably going to be in the 20s orlando is going to be what last year was like i think 80 yeah it, it's really nice weather but like put it this way i went there and the freaking pools were open i was like yeah the pools are open it's why you live that that time of year is why you live in florida it's yeah. it's amazing and uh yeah the the pools will be open it's down is it the double tree uh, it's a tree by SeaWorld. Yep. There's a, it's right um, off I drive down there. That That's cool. It's got a nice little pool. It doesn't have a huge pool. It's got a couple of pools, but it's got a nice got little a pool. Pools, yeah. It's got a pool bar in there that's really nice. Um, the facilities are great, you know, as far as the convention stuff, you know, and uh, I was in the trade show last year and I, because uh, I got to come visit a little bit and where you guys did the, you were kind enough to give me, uh, give me a meal ticket. So I got to eat with you guys and uh, it's great. I've been to probably three different events I've went and visited there. So it's a great location. It's uh, a great location. What's it cost, Jamie? It's free. It's free. Um, All right. It's free. So the event is free, but look, I mean, if you want to, the event's free, but if you want, I, I would say if you want to take the full experience of the event, you know, there's a VIP ticket that gives you lunch for both days. It gives mm -hmm. you the, the karaoke um, open bar. You get you get food for the karaoke open bar. Open bar at um, the karaoke bar? What's that? It open bar? Open what? bar for four hours. Now, last year was three hours, right? And when I switched to four hours this year, like, I'm like, it's not about the drinking aspect. Dude. Here's what we had. Here's what happened. We had to tell people they had a, the guy that was running the, uh, you know, the audio stuff for mm -hmm. us for the for the karaoke. I said you had to cut them off because we got to now we got to pick a winner because we actually raised money. I think they won seven hundred bucks the winner. Oh really? Um, this year is going to be more. Okay. Um, but I plan on bringing that home with me. But right? my my love shack rendition on karaoke You're is bring unbeatable. Home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, you know. So it wasn't about the drinking aspect. It was about we need to have more time for people to be able to to do that. Um, and it's outside. So we, we actually rent that whole outside pavilion. I don't know if you've ever seen it there. So it, it's pretty cool. It's a big outside pavilion. Uh, I don't so know if I've seen the pavilion. Is it like that big giant courtyard area they have too? Yes. Over there? Yeah. No, okay, so it's yeah. not where the not where the um the restaurant is. If you walk through, if you go to that restaurant, make a left, you walk on this big long thing. Yep. It's like a, a big mm -hmm. outdoor. Yeah, pavilion. it's huge. Yeah, yeah, gigantic. Yeah. I think it holds like that holds like 350 people inside of it, mm -hmm. but then it's all outside around it. Like it's outside, literally. So the people yeah. are smoking cigarettes, they're sitting out on the benches, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's it's just like I think it's 200 and some bucks for a ticket. Come like, dude, like if you're gonna go to the convention, if you're gonna go to the event, bro, like, I'll, I'll 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 do 200 worth of drinking out of bar that's open for four hours. So <laughs> that's good enough for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not it's, to mention the it's, food. It's, yeah. it's it's an awesome time, man. It really is. Um, what I will say is you will not, if you've never been to one of our events, um, I can guarantee you will not feel out of place. Yeah. Um, that's the, the feedback we get from everyone. is like, we didn't feel like this was a click. Yeah, like there I would agree. 
there wasn't like people in corners saying like, don't come over here and hang with us. Like it's just one, we're all just together, man. And that's yeah. how it should be. Yeah, no, I we're agree. All together. I agree, man. So guys go to pwmca.org. You can get a free ticket. You can also get the VIP ticket. Uh, consider that VIP thing, a couple of meals, which, uh, good food. I ate there last time. It's kind of, you know, your banquet food, but it's not like the gross rubber, uh, no. uh, green bean banquet food. It was like good, you know, good, delicious banquet food with good desserts and all that good stuff. Uh, check it out. You'll see Jamie, you'll see me there. I'll be hanging out at the pool bar with you. I'll have a drink and all that good stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. And, and more importantly, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing from the stage as well and sharing some things that have impacted my life that I think will impact your life as well. So uh, pwmca.org. It's February 22nd through the 24th. Um, Jamie, I appreciate you being here, my friend. You're a super cool dude. I'm looking forward to, to being better friends with you in the future. Still jealous of the beard. Uh, I just, <laughs> I tried. I grew it out big like that. And man, it just didn't work. But a guy can dream. A guy can dream. So guys, thank you for listening to the show. And always remember, if you're not doing the things that you want to be doing in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing them, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.